You can save every day by shopping at Whole Foods Market. Seriously, don't just go for the big sales. Walk the store and see the savings for yourself. In the seafood department, look for the yellow low price sign on Whole Foods Market Responsibly Farm Salmon. This fish is perfect for the grill. Buttery, fatty, yet lean, nice thick fillets. I'm getting hungry just thinking about it, and I know I can get it at a great price. There's so many ways to save at Whole Foods Market. Now you know. Hey, Fidelity. What's it cost to invest with the Fidelity app? Start with as little as $1 with no account fees or trade commissions on U.S. stocks and ETFs. Hmm, that's music to my ears. I can only talk. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Zero account fees apply to retail brokerage accounts only. Sell order assessment fee not included. A limited number of ETFs are subject to a transaction-based service fee of $100. See full list at fidelity.com slash commissions. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Hey friends, welcome back to the Money Girl Podcast. My name is Laura Adams. I'm a personal finance expert and award-winning author based in Austin, Texas. If you're ready for more knowledge, resources, and motivation to manage your money the best way possible and create a richer life, you are in the right place. If you're a longtime listener, you know that we cover a lot of different topics here like credit, debt, investing, real estate, business, taxes, insurance, money management strategies, and a lot more. And if you're new to the show, I want to welcome you. I'm thrilled that you're here, and I hope you'll stick around by subscribing. You'll find the notes for each show and the full archive of podcasts over in the Money Girl section at quickanddirtytips.com. I get a lot of questions from readers and podcast listeners, and I answer as many as I can both on and off the podcast. Many are from folks who just aren't sure where to begin when it comes to investing or when they should even get started. And if you can relate to this dilemma, or maybe you've started investing, but you're not sure if you're on the right financial path, I think you'll get a lot out of today's show. It was inspired by Saya W., and I hope I'm saying this correctly. His or her name is S-Y-A, Saya W., who says, In a couple of months, I'll be 19 years old and starting college. I work my tail off and still don't bring home enough money. But even though I'm completely new to investing, and no, I'm not going to just get rich quick, I want to create a good future for myself over the long term. My main concern about investing in the stock market is being too young, because I'm bound to make mistakes. Do you think it's too soon for me to invest, or should I just go for it? Thanks for your question, Saya. I love that you're thinking about your future at a young age and you're asking the right questions. Being curious and seeking knowledge is fundamental for achieving success. So I'm certain that there's an amazing future ahead for you. Starting early allows your money to compound and grow exponentially over time, even if you don't have very much to invest. So my advice is always start investing as early as possible. However, there are some key financial priorities and tasks that you should accomplish first. So that's what we're going to talk about in this show. I'm going to cover five ways to know when you're ready to invest. You'll come away with a clear plan to prepare your finances and your mindset, no matter how much or how little money you have. This is episode number 542, 
five ways to know when you should start investing. All right, if you're ready, let's go ahead and get started with the five ways to know when you should start investing. The first is you have emergency savings. Before you begin investing, your first financial priority should be accumulating some amount of emergency savings. Having a cash reserve is never a luxury. It's a fundamental safety net that you should never go without. You know as well as I do that life is full of surprises and many of them drain your bank account. So before spending a dime on investments, ask yourself if you're really prepared for the unexpected. In an instant, you could lose your job, see your business income dry up, get a serious illness, or experience a natural disaster. I know it's not fun to think about these types of devastating situations, but they happen. While no amount of money can reverse a tragedy, Having a financial safety net can make it a lot easier to cope with. What you need depends on factors such as your living expenses, your debt payments, your income, and whether you have dependents. At a minimum, strive to maintain an emergency fund equal to three to six months worth of your living expenses. And I know a lot of you are thinking, that's way too much, but hear me out. For instance, if you spend $3,000 a month on essentials like housing, utilities, food, and debt payments, make a goal to keep at least three times that amount or $9,000 in an FDIC-insured bank savings account. You might set aside 5% or 10% of your gross pay to work on this goal, or you could have $25 from each paycheck direct deposited into a savings account until you build up a healthy cash cushion to land on if you're faced with a financial emergency. If accumulating any amount of emergency savings seems like it's just not possible, don't worry, just get started with a very small goal. Maybe just make it a goal to have $100, then work your way up to 500 or 1,000, Work your way up to at least having one month's worth of security on hand. Having even a small cash reserve is better than nothing because it keeps you from having to go into debt in the first place if you hit a rough financial patch. And who hasn't hit a rough financial patch in their life? Then you can continue building your emergency fund while you invest for the future at the same time. A common question is whether you should invest your emergency savings since the interest that's paid on a bank savings account is so low? The answer is almost always no, unless you've got more than enough cash on hand. In general, your savings should not be invested because the value could drop at the exact moment you need to spend it. Remember that the purpose of an emergency fund is not to put it at risk to make it grow, but to preserve it so you can tap it in an instant if you need it. All right, the second way you know that you're ready to invest is you have key insurance coverage. So in addition to having an emergency fund, another key way to prepare for the unexpected and stay out of debt is to have the right kinds of insurance. Being underinsured or uninsured means that a disaster, theft, or accident could wipe out everything you've worked so hard to earn and jeopardize your entire financial future. 
So before you begin investing, make sure you've considered purchasing five key types of insurance to protect your finances. And these are going to vary depending on your needs. But first is auto insurance. And most of us have this if we're driving. It's required up to minimum state levels if you own a car. And even if you don't own a car, having a non-owner policy is wise if you regularly drive other people's vehicles. But remember that having just the minimum amount of coverage oftentimes is not nearly enough. For instance, let's say your state only requires you to purchase $10,000 of auto liability coverage. Let's say you hurt somebody and then you get sued for their injuries and their medical payments and all of that totals $200,000, you would personally be on the hook for the balance of $190,000 if your insurance is only covering $10,000. Another key coverage is home insurance. It's required by lenders when you have a mortgage. It covers not only your dwelling, but your personal belongings, your liability, and your living expenses if you're forced to move out after a disaster. Again, make sure you have more than the minimum amount of liability if needed. And the more income and assets you own, the more coverage you're typically going to need to stay safe. Also, if you're a renter, don't forget that you need coverage too. Renter's insurance covers your personal belongings, liability, and living expenses if you have to move out after a disaster. And what surprises a lot of people is that renter's insurance is a bargain. For the protections that you get, it's very cheap. It costs less than $200 per year on average. Health insurance is another coverage that, in my opinion, should be non-negotiable. I think Every human being should have it, not only to protect your health, but your finances. All it takes is one visit to the emergency room or a short stay in the hospital, and you're going to rack up a massive medical bill that could turn your financial world upside down. So if you're going without health insurance right now, I would encourage you to get that. All right, disability insurance is an often overlooked coverage that replaces a portion of your income, like up to 60%. If you cannot work due to a covered illness, injury, or accident, these could include things like having cancer, a back injury, heart disease, or even becoming pregnant. Shockingly, there is a one in three chance that you'll become disabled for at least three months sometime during your working years. But if you have a disability policy, you can continue to pay your bills even when you can't earn an income. Okay, the last coverage I'll mention is life insurance, and this is a must for anyone who has a spouse, a partner, or family who would be hurt financially if you died. You can protect loved ones with a very inexpensive term policy if you're in relatively good health. So the bottom line is that if you don't have an emergency fund and you don't have insurance that's critical for your safety, You're living on the edge, so shore up your financial defenses first before you begin investing. And the third way to know that you're ready to invest is you don't have any dangerous debts. Feel the pulse of the city. Feel the beat of the drum. Feel the bass blow your hair. In Las Vegas, live music delivers much more than sound. It's where music comes alive. With artists like Megan Thee Stallion, Maroon 5, Carrie Underwood, Shania Twain, Babyface, Lionel Richie, and many more. 
every show is a playground for your senses. See the full summer lineup at visitlasvegas.com. Money Girl is sponsored by Claritin. If you're like me, the spring is pretty rough on allergies. Sometimes you just don't even want to go outside. But luckily for those that live with the symptoms of allergies, you can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. It's designed for serious allergy sufferers. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in one pill that relieve your symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. It's a double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available. It relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy, watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, sinus congestion, and pressure with ease. Claritin D starts working fast, like as little as 30 minutes, and it's non-drowsy relief, so you still make the most of the day. If you're ready to live life as if you don't have allergies, it's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. You can find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. You want to ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, Use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader. Okay, let's get back to dangerous debts. I mentioned that this is one of the factors that you need to consider before you begin investing. In my book, Money Girls Smart Moves to Grow Rich, and in my new online course called Get Out of Debt Fast, I offer lots of detailed advice about managing debt. But one important point that I want you to take away from this show is that dealing with any dangerous debts, such as delinquent taxes, overdue child support, or a judgment from a collections agency should be a top priority for you. When serious debt looms over you, take care of it quickly so it doesn't wreak havoc on your financial life. If you've got a large amount of dangerous debt, you may need to seek legal advice to make the best decisions about getting it under control before you start investing. And I also recommend addressing high-rate debt, such as credit cards that are in the double digits. Consider what's more profitable, saving the interest that you're currently paying or investing money with the expectation that it will grow. Paying off debt gives you a straightforward, guaranteed return on your money. For instance, let's say you're carrying debt on a credit card that charges 26% interest annually. If you pay that off, it's an immediate 26% return. You'd be hard-pressed to find an investment that pays a 26% return after taxes. So paying off that high-interest credit card debt is a much smarter financial move than investing. But it's a tougher call when you've got more reasonable debt, such as a 4% mortgage or a 5% student loan that also come with tax deductions. I'd argue that you can invest and get a return that exceeds the interest rate that you're paying for a mortgage or a student loan. Plus, paying off a low-interest loan early could leave you cash poor in the case of an emergency. So my advice is to invest your extra money instead of using it to pay down debt when the after-tax earnings should be higher than the after-tax interest rate that you're paying. 
But the best choice for you is going to depend on your risk tolerance. It's called personal finances because we're all different. Decisions that make you feel comfortable may seem very risky to the next person. So if you still feel conflicted about the debt versus investing issue, one solution is to do both. You could send half your extra money to prepay a low-rate debt and half to an investment. But I want to be clear that paying down dangerous or high-rate debt should generally come before investing. And I would say if you've got low-rate, reasonable debt, hang on to that. There's no need to pay that off ahead of schedule. Okay, the fourth way you know that you're ready to invest is you want money to grow over the long term. Once you've prepared for the unexpected events that could be around the corner and addressed any dangerous debts, it's time to turn your attention to investing. But first, let's take a step back and remember why you need to invest in the first place. Why do you really need to put any amount of your money at risk? Well, the answer is that most people can't achieve their long-term goals and build enough wealth without investing. If you leave money for retirement in a safe but very low-yield bank savings or CD, it just doesn't have the opportunity to grow. In fact, leaving money in a savings account can cause you to lose money. That's because the historical rate of inflation has been about 3%. So if you earn less than 3% on your money, it's actually losing value over the long term. To get over that hurdle and hopefully earn double or triple that rate of return, you've got to invest. The reality is that not taking enough investment risk can be the riskiest move of all. Historically, a diversified stock portfolio has earned an average of 10%. But even if you only get a 7% average return, you'll have over a million dollars to spend during retirement if you invest $400 a month for 40 years. But higher return investments usually bring higher risks, so they need to be used carefully. In other words, investing means that you could possibly lose money. This risk creates a tension that keeps many people from getting started investing in the first place. If you're hesitant to begin, it's time to jump in and make a goal to invest as much as possible as soon as possible. The ideal amount is a minimum of 10 to 15% of your income. But if you cannot set aside that much, there's no shame in starting small. Even investing 1% or 20 bucks a month is a great start and it's better than nothing. Then increase your contributions by a percent or two each year. And if you're getting a late start to the investing game, don't stress out about it. Just get motivated to start right now. So let's sum this one up. A savings account is the perfect place for your emergency fund. But when your goal is to build a big nest egg for the future, letting your money earn next to nothing in a low interest savings account won't get you there. All right, and our last way to know that you're ready to invest, the final task is opening a retirement account. To get faster results, it's wise to max out a tax-advantaged retirement account before you put money in a regular taxable investing account. So if you've got a retirement plan at work, like a 401k or a 403b, 
That's the first place your money should go. I'm a big fan of these plans because they give you lots and lots of benefits. Not only do they automate investing by deducting contributions straight out of your paycheck before you can spend them, retirement plans cut your taxes. And you can take all your money with you, including any vested matching funds, if you leave the employer. Now, what if you don't have a job that offers a retirement plan? No problem. Just about everyone can have an IRA or individual retirement arrangement. And there are also retirement accounts for the self-employed, such as a SEP IRA or a solo 401k. So get your retirement account open and get it set up for monthly recurring electronic contributions from your paycheck or your checking account so that your investments are spread out over the year and they happen on autopilot. Just remember that taking money out of a retirement account generally means getting hit with a 10% early withdrawal penalty if you're younger than age 59 and a half. So it's wise to leave retirement accounts untouched. Leave that money there for as long as possible, and that way you'll avoid taxes, penalties, and you'll get the maximum growth out of the account. One of the most powerful ways to build wealth and financial security is actually pretty boring. It's simply to choose low-cost funds inside of a retirement account and contribute 10 to 15% of your income over a very long period of time. So never forget to start investing as early as possible. It's a huge mistake to believe that you don't earn enough to invest now and that you'll just catch up later. Sometimes that never happens. If you wait for a someday raise or bonus or windfall, you're burning precious time. Years from now, when you've got savings and investments to fall back on or to fund the lifestyle of your dreams, you'll be so happy that you took control of your financial future. If debt is dragging you down or holding you back from investing and you're ready to get a handle on it, I really want to help you. I mentioned my new online class that launched early this year. It's called Get Out of Debt Fast, a proven plan to stay debt-free forever. Hundreds of students have completed the course and turned around their financial lives. You simply won't get different results with your money if you don't try something new. So I'd like for you to take control of your finances by joining this super affordable class. The class was designed for you to come away with a clear debt reduction plan to eliminate credit cards, student loans, medical bills, mortgages, or any debt that you've got, even if you don't have extra money to pay them off faster. To learn more, just text debt course D-E-B-T-C-O-U-R-S-E, to the number 33444. And I'll send you an email that gives podcast listeners 85% off. Check it out and I hope to see you in class. That's all for now. I'll talk to you next week. Courtesy of Money Girl, your guide to a richer life. Feel the pulse of the city. Feel the beat of the drum. Feel the bass blow your hair. In Las Vegas, live music delivers much more than sound. It's where music comes alive. With artists like Megan Thee Stallion, Maroon 5, Carrie Underwood, Shania Twain, Babyface, Lionel Richie, and many more. Every show is a playground for your senses. See the full summer lineup at visitlasvegas.com. Imagine earning a degree that prepares you with real skills for the real world. 
Capella University's programs teach skills relevant to your career, so you can apply what you learn right away. Learn how Capella can make a difference in your life at capella.edu.